Last time on Multi-Class Theater. Our heroes began making preparation to sneak into the catacombs beneath the Thieves' Guild to help Selene prove that Feck murdered the previous Guildmaster. While Mist made mischief at Mugby's, Rotan and Silway were able to view the body of the Ancient that they had discovered along the side of the road so many episodes ago. Silway made some progress identifying the markings on the Ancient's body, but the Sheriff suggested that Mugby might know more. I am sure that is a lead they will certainly follow up with. After some navel-gazing on lying and the nature of wild magic, our heroes turned in for the night, preparing for the battle to come. And that's where we join them, on Multi-Class Theater. When we last left, y'all, you had turned in for the night. Silway and Mist up in Silway's hideout, and Rotan and Gruber in the saucy sailor. Gruber curled up at the foot of Rotan's bed, possibly, or in the stable. We never quite settled that. I think he was curled up, I think we said. I think that's the more adorable choice. I like I like the idea, yeah. I, yeah, I think he's curled up at the base of the of the bed. Silway and Mist. So you are in the hideout. Mist, you could be writing in your book. Silway, I don't know if you're sleeping or what you're doing in the middle of the night. Silway is definitely sleeping later than Mist is. Yeah, Silway is def- she's she's probably turned in for the night and just like exhausted and confused and just like I need to check out. So th- th- this will be even more interesting. It's sometime after midnight, Mist, you hear a caw and a raven flies into the hideout and lands on the table in front of you. You notice on the raven's leg, tied to it is a small note. Mist suppresses every instinct in his feline body and carefully reaches out to remove the note from this bird's leg. You see the bird is wary of you and takes a step back but then extends its leg and allows you to take the note from it. Yeah, don't worry, we're on the same side tonight, buddy. The raven looks at you, caws very loudly, and then jumps up and flutters out of the hidey hole. What does this little note say? So you unfurl the little scroll, and it seems to be written in a language that you don't recognize. Uh, I knew I should have gotten comprehend languages from that little... What's-his-face, Mugby? Is this the same language that uh, was in the journal? It, it looks like a variation on it. Actually, do a perception check. Uh, <laughs> that is a five on the die, so um, nine total. It looks similar, but you, don't, you can't really discern anything further. Well, how uh, did, did the cawing disturb Silway at all? I think she, she's not a sound sleeper. She kind of keeps her ear open, just sort of out of habit. So she might have sort of stirred a bit when the, if it was a loud caw, then she might have, uh, yeah, not be in a deep sleep, just a mild sleep. I mean, the, the second one, the farewell caw, or the whatever the raven said, which I'm guessing was probably something rude, was definitely loud. Okay, then yeah, she's she's not a sound sleeper. She 
she is alert by nature. So let's say she kind of flutters her eyes a little bit and wakes up and looks around like, why am I awake? It's still dark. Oh, good. You're up. Uh, there was a bird. I didn't eat it, but it had a note for you. A what? Huh? What? Yeah. A bird? There was a bird. I didn't eat it, but it had a note for you. <laughs> and Mist is dangling the little scroll in front of, uh, in front of Silway. I didn't eat the bird. It's just not here anymore. <laughs> Don't know what happened to it. <laughs> I swear it flew off. Um, okay, so she's she's still a little groggy, um, but she's sort of intrigued in her sleepy state and will kind of roll over and sit up and kind of reach for the note. Uh, try to take a look at it if there's any kind of light in the room at the moment. Does she recognize it? Yeah, she she recognizes it. King at it, she realizes that it's not only in Tyran, but it's also written in the Thieves' Cant. Oh, So it's all, like coded Tyran. So I, I assume she has no trouble reading it? Nope, she does not. All right, so she's kind of she kind of scratches her chin and's like, well, our uh, our asset, if we can call her that, has arranged for a little less resistance to the to the crypt tonight or tomorrow night. I hope she means because it is late to start delving into crypts tonight. I mean, it's late for a human, I guess, but uh, no, I I I take your meaning. That's that makes life a little bit easier. We don't have to fight our way into the crypt and then fight whatever's in the crypt. Celine is a good a good person to have on your side, at least when you're doing stuff that she wants you to do for her. Much more helpful than our patron back in Haroth. I think the H is silent, still. Roth, Roth, sorry. It's habits. Ugh. Well, sounds like tomorrow night is our best opportunity. Next morning, the sun rises bright in the east, so it's coming up over the town. I assume you wake up fairly early. The town's pretty sleepy in the morning. You see some fishermen getting ready to go out for the day, making their way to the boats, a few other people wandering around, but it's pretty quiet down on the docks this early in the morning. So we can, let's start with uh, Rotan. Rotan uh, wakes up. He stretches. He walks over to the window, opens the shutters, and says, Oh, what a beautiful morning! Oh, oh, you're up, sir. I was just going to make breakfast. Oh, very good, Gruber. What were you going to make for breakfast, if I may ask? Well, sir, I've got I've got this ham, sir. Ah, you still have the ham! Oh, yes, yeah, sir. I, I think it's, well, only part of it's green, sir. How long have you had this ham, Gruber? Well, sir, um... A few days now, sir. Well, that's easily fixed. I want to cast Purify Food and Drink on it. <laughs> oh, that's handy. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, let me find my list of rituals to learn. Okay, so you have a glistening, edible, lovely ham that Gruber slices off some pieces of. Oh, sir, would you like me to warm it up for you, sir? No, no, Gruber. I think, I think if it is as good as you claim that it is, uh... Then it should be delicious cold. I think cold ham in the mornings is a very bracing way to wake up. He looks around for a plate or something and not finding any, he just hands you several slices of floppy ham. Rotan lowers it into his mouth and starts chewing. You know, sort of like tilts his head back and drops it in. Oh! Well, is it amazing? Diana, paint me a word picture 
of how good this ham is. I think the ham would have been disgusting prior to your divine intervention. And upon purifying the ham, the taste, it's fantastic. It has just a hint of honey from a glaze that was on it. And it still has that smoky flavor from whenever it was smoked. So it is a very refreshing ham. Gruber, this is excellent. Oh, thank you, sir. Perhaps the most delicious ham I have ever had. Oh, that's a high praise indeed, sir. Yes. And that smoky flavor, is that is that from when your house burned down? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, probably, sir. It tastes like uh, memories and tears. So... So to reproduce this effect, we'll have to burn down another house. Oh, I guess so, sir. Well, we should enjoy it while it lasts, shouldn't we? Oh, yes, sir. But I'll look for a house to burn down in the meantime, sir. Oh, very good, Gruber. Don't, 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 don't burn it down without my say-so. Oh, yes, sir. Okay, just, just so we're clear about that. You know, I'm sure the Sundown Inn is just full of hams in their storeroom. You could just, uh, burn that down. Silway! (laughs) 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 Sorry, OC commentary. Okay, so let's just jump over quickly to the hideout. So, Silway, you are asleep, and you slowly come to and open your eyes to discover a cat staring you in the face from about two inches away. Good morning! Ah, uh, Jesus. That mess. Uh, personal space, please. Don't understand the concept. He steps back, though. Listen, I had a thought. What does this feck guy look like? Hold on. I need to catch my breath. It's nothing quite like being startled awake. Uh, feck. Feck, 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 feck. Um, he is rather ugly looking, kind of a, a large, oily looking man. I'm not sure how else to describe him. Dark hair, sort of like these, these crooked teeth that he's missing a few from some bar fights he's been in. Why, why, why are you asking? Miss taps the side of his hat of disguise and turns into a big kind of sludge monster with hair and <laughs> crooked teeth. Like this? Oh my god, I am not awake enough for this yet. He changes back. Listen, because I was thinking, if I can like... If I can look like him, then maybe I could just go into the guild hall and steal his little seal thing that'll let us get past all the traps and stuff. Oh, oh, the guildmaster seal. Yeah, oh, yes, Celine did mention that that would be helpful in having fewer things to trying to kill us in the crypt. So, so you want to look like Fek and infiltrate the Thieves' Guild and take the seal from the real Fek. I mean, that's, that's a plan. Okay. I mean, I've heard worse. You'll have to you'll have to see him to know how to look like him, I think, cuz I could describe him all day long, and if you keep looking like what you looked like when you put that hat on before, that's not going to work. So, the other op- the other option is I could we could we could try and we could try and get in, meet with Feck like alone and then just take the ring from him that way. Oh, uh, well, I mean, Getting into the thieves, thieves' guild is not an easy task. That's not something they don't have office hours. Yeah, you'll have to look like somebody who belongs there, which would mean either Feck or maybe Celine 
or one of the guards. Or someone who has business with them? Who, who has business with them? He taps his hat again and turns into a slightly taller uh, human with kind of reddish-brown skin and says, A thief from out of state! Or city, or whatever. Well, you might have trouble getting to the guild master with that. There's a there's levels between. Like you kind of have to earn trust, is what I'm saying here. Is there like any heist that you know? Of? What's the what's the most famous unsolved heist that you know of? So you want to infiltrate? You want to say you're a thief that committed a job that is famous around these parts, and that should get you the attention of the guild master? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's about the size of it. I'm not sure if you get all the way to Feck doing that, but you will get his attention at least. Well, if we can't get to him, we can't get the seal. Well, there's also the question of the reason Selene is asking us to do this is because she wants to basically topple Feck or prove that he is poisoning the old man. And if we just sort of circumvent her entire plan and take out the entire Thieves Guild, I don't, I don't know if she would appreciate that or if she would... Because she kind of likes that organization and probably wants it to remain mostly intact. I think we're better off with subterfuge here than we are with force. All right, sneak in and steal the ring it is. So you can sneak in. You can look like whoever you want. I know the layout, but I'm really hesitant to sneak in because if they catch me, they will chop my hands off at, at best. Good morning! Oh, hello. <laughs> Rotan strides through the broken door. Hello! How have you slept in this place? This place is cozy. You should try it sometime. Ah, perhaps I will. So, how go our plans for taking down the Thieves' Guild? They're in flux. We need your input, I think. I'm always ready to provide my input. Well, let's... First of all, I kind of would like to understand your... What do you mean by taking down the Thieves' Guild? What would you like to see happen? I would like to uh, see all of the thieves stop being thieves, I think. Uh, does that mean, like, kill them? Or does that mean, like, give them job training and integrate them into society? Well, both of those sound like solid solutions to the problem, yes. Huh. She kind of looks at Miss. How much do we tell them about what's going on here? Well, I told him that Celine wanted would help us with uh, our golden rock problem if we helped her topple Feck. Yes, about that. Has anyone considered just asking if we could see the golden rock? Uh... I mean, he's got a point there. Okay, so the Brotherhood doesn't exactly show people the rock. Well, has anybody ever asked? Even people who join the Brotherhood don't always see the rock. Like, there's circles. You do join, then you progress in the leadership and only at a certain point do you see the rock is these it's not exactly a tourist attraction well i still think it worthwhile asking i can pursue that line of inquiry today if you would like well that might keep you busy while mist and i investigate options for exploring the crypt tonight yes i do like to stay busy she looks over at mist what do you think can we send him off on a, a task while you and i Figure out how to acquire a guildmaster's seal. Split the party. Always a good idea. Just got back together for like ten minutes here. All right, 
So, splitting the party. Yay. We can do Rotan first. So, Gruber is obviously not coming with you. He's staying in the room and I don't know. I, I'd like to send him on an errand, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Gruber, could you be a good lad and, uh, and take take this uh, letter to the sheriff? Oh, oh yeah, sure. Yes. It, it, it explains that, um, that he may have been laboring under a misassumption about my purpose. Oh, oh okay, sir. Very good, very good, man. Uh, here, have a gold. Oh, thank you, sir. Shall I get another am, sir? Uh, well, <laughs> only if we see a house that we want to burn. And he winks at him. Oh, very good, sir. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have winked at him. <laughs> okay, well, we'll see. We'll see how that turns out. Gruber scampers away. Uh, yeah, so Rotan will walk up to the gate. There are two guards standing at the gate on the inside. They are dressed in crimson velvet uniforms with yellow throughout. There is a something that maybe looks like a rock on their arm. And they have these, they wear steel helmets and they each have a large red feather coming out of the top of the helmet. They look very fancy. And they each hold a polearm in their hand. Hail and well met, sirs. My name is Roton von Bastard, at your service. I was wondering what your visitor policy is. What do you mean, visitor policy? We don't really have a visitor policy. What? Who are you, Roton? I am a, a traveler of sorts. Uh, perhaps an adventurer of sorts. I, I, uh... I have heard rumors about this esteemed institution, and I was hoping that I might, I might uh, have a tour or, or uh, get a look around inside. Yeah, um, well, we don't really give tours around, but um, you know, if you want to become a member and you're like, I don't know, noble or something, maybe that could be arranged. But I'm just a god; got to talk to somebody else. Well, I, uh, what's involved in uh, in joining? Uh, hold on a second. And he leaves, and he and goes to the door, and comes back a few minutes later, trailed by a tall, broad man wearing very fancy clothes and well-trimmed beard, and he has medallions and many gold rings, and he looks very posh. And he comes to the gate, and he says, Yes, what can I do for you? Ah, uh, yes, my good man. I was hoping to have a have a tour of this uh of this esteemed institution. Maybe maybe talk to some of your members. The guard here was telling me that you um you actually let people become members, is that correct? Well, not just anybody. I mean you have to be of a certain family. We are a very prestigious and very well established group. I mean are you from Noble Birth? I don't think I've seen you before. Have you been to the Cotillion? I... I don't know what that means. I am just recently come to these shores from Neverwinter. Oh, Neverwinter. Good lumber country up there. Oh, yes. Good for a lot of things. Well, are you, um... I'm sorry. What What was your name again? Rotan von Bastard. And he does a, a deep sweeping bow. Well, that was a very nice bow. So tell me, who was your father? My father, oh, his name was uh, 
Uh, Sir Wiley von Bastard. Yes. Sir Wiley. Yes. And um, his father before that? Ah, yes. Uh, his father was also named Wiley. In fact, there's a, there's a few Wileys in a row there. So why did you um, get the name Rotom then? I mean, if there were like the first, the second, the third, I would think that they would just name you like the seventh or something. Well, I have many siblings. Uh, perhaps it never... Uh, perhaps my father wanted some variety or a way of telling us apart, perhaps. Are you the oldest? Uh, no, I am in fact the youngest. Ah. Oh. And what does your brother do? What does the firstborn do? He actually is a is a is an adventurer as well. Very very uh, well respected, well storied uh, in the in the parts that I come. From. Yes, well, you know that may be great up in Neverwinter, but down here we're kind of looking for a more um well, what's the word? Uh, landed uh, member. But hmm, I'll tell you what, you're giving me a good vibe. We're having a little social get together on Thursday. It's, it's a little show that I've written, and we're always looking for an audience. And, well, maybe if you could find a date, you know, or your wife, if you're married, if you could bring her, that would be fabulous, you know. Um, even though wives are not permitted to be members, we do allow them to view the shows. Even though they cannot perform, all the parts are paid by men. You understand how this goes. And so I would be honored if you would come. And if you were to uh, meet some of the other members, maybe uh, maybe something could happen, you know. Yes, I, I'm afraid I actually did not follow most of that. But I, I do love uh, a good show, especially if it is uh, put on by men of presumable talent such as yourself. Oh, yes, I'm, we are all very talented. It is one of our passions. It is, in fact, the Order was originally founded by a group of mummers and minstrels. Really? Is that so? Yes, it's, it's very, it's all, there, there's a book that I recommend picking up about, about the Brotherhood. It's fantastic. Oh, yes. Is it, uh, is it about summoning demons? Uh, what was Summoning demons. I'm sorry. No, those are those are just pish posh rumors. Can I pick it up in town? I'm sure Mugby probably has a copy. He squirrels away lots of stuff. Very good. Uh and and Thursday you said? Uh yes, Thursday. Um at sundown. Yes, uh, and what what day is today? <laughs> uh today is um Tuesday, my dear boy. Ah, uh, very good. Oh, uh, thank you. Well, yes, I, I shall, uh, I shall swing by then, if I am still around, which I, I probably will be. Excellent. And bring your wife, please. I would love to meet Ah, oh, very good. Well, cheerio, Rotan, Von Bastard. It's a nice name. It has a very nice ring to it. Oh, I agree. Thank you, sir. And, and, and your name was? Oh, I did not give my name. How terrible of me. If, if it takes you a moment to, um, to 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 remember it. <laughs> that is that is fine by me. Sometimes I forget my own name. Really, you forget your own name. Names of my brothers and sisters. I mean, I have so many of them. It's such a big family. Uh, my name is uh, Sinjin Smythe the Third. Ah, very good. How how do you tell uh, the three of you apart? 
Well, um, the second was my father, you understand, and the, the, the first was my great, uh, my grandfather, and, and then the junior was my great-great-grandfather, and then the, the original St. John Smythe was my great-great-great-grandfather. So many of them are dead, so it really doesn't present much of a problem, you understand. Yes, no, that, uh, that does limit the confusion, except perhaps at funerals. Anyway, thank you, good man. I, uh, I shall take this, uh, under consideration, and if I am still around, I, uh, I shall certainly try and swing by. That is delightful. Excellent. A pleasure to meet you, Rotan. Thank you. Another bow, and then, uh, Rotan leaves. Uh, he returns your bow, and wait a minute, wait a minute. I I think you need to roll a 20-sided to see who does the better bow. Oh, it is on. Can I add my performance to this? Of course. Uh, that is a 19. Oh, you definitely did the better bow. Yours is far grander. He is he he is in awe of your grace and nobility. Of course he is. Let us jump back to Silway and Mist. So, so here's here's what I'm thinking. I roll up there, pretending to be a a master thief with an offer for the guild, and then they get me into CFEC, and then I make him an offer. And while he's thinking about it, I steal the ring, and then just for good measure, I see if I can convince them to steal the body for us. Your 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 friend, the ancient dead immortal, and deposit it wherever we want. Well, that's ambitious. Tell me, once you get into C-Fac, assuming you're, he sees you in the first place, how do you get the ring off of his finger? Well, I'm working on that part. Hmm. Maybe, you know, we shake hands on it or something, and yoink. Are you, uh, you good with the sleight of hand, Mist? Uh... I don't know if I would say I'm proficient in it, but... You failed it to get the keys, and then managed to get a hat. And I did get the hat, just so we're clear. You did I get did the hat. I did get that hat. You did get the hat. I think, well, there's one thing you could try, is if you want someone who's definitely going to get Feck's attention, you could disguise yourself as me. He definitely wants to see me apprehended and my hands chopped off so couple of questions before we go the whole hand choppy route why would they want to chop your hands off like is that something i need to know it's a punishment reserved for betrayers i guess i may have intentionally botched a job but it was for good reason i swear all right i mean i you know i don't care i just want to know like if they're gonna start quizzing me on Am I really you? It might be worthwhile to to know. And you're sure they? Do you think they would want to like talk to you first, or would they just go right to the hand chop? I think they would apprehend me and then bring me to Fek. He has a personal interest in seeing me punished, so I don't think they would just apprehend and chop immediately. I think they would actually put me in front of Fek. This 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 plan isn't well thought out. It is simple. It probably has fewer moving parts than than my original scheme. 
pretending to be someone who doesn't even exist, working for representing an organization that doesn't exist and convincing them that there's a job opportunity that doesn't exist and that they should do something for us to prove that they're interest, truly interested in the job opportunity that doesn't exist. Well, when you describe it that way, sure. It, it is a lot of lying. This plan seems tenuous. It may just be easier to barge into the crypts, but I don't know how dangerous those are. They're apparently full of deadly traps. That we don't know where they are. And uh, how good are you at finding traps? I guess it would be the question. Oh, finding them is easy. Disabling them is not as easy. Right. We send the we send the tin can in first. Yeah, basically. I mean, I mean, what do you, what do you think? Do you want to not do this? Do you want to just? I don't I don't know these people. Do you think the risk is worth it? I mean, there's a good story in it to be sure. Oh wait, yeah, the risk is totally worth it. <laughs> I was I I love this plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. Let's do it. Hi again, everyone. Thanks for listening to episode six of Multiclass Theater. It's just me this time as we are on a bit of a recording holiday, but that doesn't mean you're going to have to wait for new episodes. We have actually finished recording up through the end of our first story arc, and the time that we're saving on recording uh, over the uh, uh, coming weeks we're going to put into editing and try and get these out on hopefully a weekly schedule. Cross our fingers. Since we have recorded the first, uh, the, the end of the first story arc, we will be doing a little interlude Q&A sort of thing where we uh, pull back the curtain and discuss things that our characters were doing, plans that we had or didn't have for, uh, uh, for what they were doing or how the story was going to go. Uh, if you have any questions that you'd like us to answer, please feel free to send those in and we will address as many of them as we can. Uh, you can send them to us at uh, mctpod on Twitter. Um, or on our Facebook page, or by emailing us at multiclasstheater at gmail.com. And if you're enjoying us to the point of wanting to send in questions to us, then we'd ask you to please spread the word. Uh, help us grow our audience. Uh, you can do this certainly by word of mouth, uh, following us on Twitter, and uh, most importantly by g giving us a rating and review on iTunes. Every rating and review helps us uh, find new listeners, new people who can enjoy, uh, enjoy this podcast just as you hopefully are. So with all of that said, we'll get back to the show. So you make your way up near the guild and find a little alley. The guild itself is an actually respectable-looking building. It's a few stories tall. It's set right out on the street, but there is a yard in back that is enclosed by about a, I would say, like a 10-foot stone wall that surrounds it, and the yard runs the width of the building. It's on its own block. There are no other taller buildings anywhere close to it to prevent people from trying to get in over rooftops. There is a big, heavy wooden door, no windows. In fact, you see that there aren't really any windows on the first floor. There's some thin slots for arrows or something, but there are no wide windows. Uh, it looks very secure. And there are no guards. There are no... It's just another building. If you didn't know better, you would just think that this was somebody's residence. And Silway is probably very familiar with this building. Yes. And I'm I'm assuming, knowing her nature, she has this is not the first time she's sort of infiltrated it. So she probably knows how to climb to the second floor and find a window. There are definitely several secret ways in and out of the guild that you're aware of. One of which is that there is a secret panel in the wall itself in that allows access to the yard. 
and you know that there is a way in the guilds through the sewers, and okay. you probably could find a way in through the roof or through a window, but it is the middle of the day. Follow me. I know a way. I know the way that I would try to enter if I was surreptitiously entering. And she leads him around to the the back of the building, and probably through that wall. You go to the wall, and you find the little crack that allows the wall to move. And you activate it, and the wall swings inward. And you push your way through, and you find yourself in a very nice yard. There are hedges that line the walls, and there's a brick patio and a small little fountain. It, it looks very nice. And in one corner is a small, it almost looks like a mausoleum with a wrought iron gate. And there is a single, looks like young boy, probably 15, standing outside of the gate, leaning against the wall, dozing. Quiet. We need to sneak at this point, and we'll try to like sneak past that guard without waking him up. Okay, let me get some stealth checks. I got a 24, so I'm pretty damn quiet. I got a 17. How are you quieter than me? That's not right. I'm a cat! I'm a rogue. You creep across the lawn, and he doesn't seem to notice you or anything at all. So are you up to the wall of the building itself now? Yeah, and uh, you notice the back of the building, there's a uh, fine layer of ivy creeping up the back of the building. You first. You go in. I, uh trigger the disguise on the hat and then use my cat's claws to climb uh, climb up that uh, that ivy you effortlessly scale the wall up to the window but you notice well i mean you have claws so it's not a big deal but there's not really anything to hang on to up there oh i guess i didn't think about this is the window open no it is not open nuts can i cling to the wall with one hand use another one to cast mage hand to open the window you cast the spell and you are able to unlock the window it doesn't pop open or anything but you hear a little click of the latch you could use the hand to push it open if you wanted sure so the window opens and it opens outward making it much easier to sneak up and in indeed as you climb in this window you are pulling yourself up when two sets of hands reach down, grabs you, and yanks you into the room and shoves you straight to the floor. Like, so you're basically eating carpet right now. Thought you could come back here, did you? Important out-of-character question. Yes. Is my voice disguised? No. No. Well, didn't think of that. Yeah. It's just occurred to me now. Uh, fortunately, with my face, with Mist's face in the carpet, all that really comes out is. Yeah, sure. Tell it to feck, you little weasel. Should have cut your hands off first time. <laughs> they drag you up to your feet and yank your arms behind you and start binding them. And then, ah, we'll say they'll be kind, at least for now. They also. So this is the weird part. Like, if they were going to try to gag you... Oh, they would they would be putting it around, like, my chest? Yeah, or, like, your neck. You're only, like, five or six inches taller than her, right? Yeah, it'd be like, it'd be, it'd be like they're, putting a, they're putting a smart little kerchief on him. Yeah, okay, <laughs> so that's it. So they tie it, and they tie it tightly on your neck. And... Oh, 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 this works for me. 
This will make faking her voice easier. Hey, she's a lot hairier than I would have thought. <laughs> All right, let's go see Fek. And they start pushing you out of the room. As soon as she sees Mist like yanked into the room, will sort of reflexively kind of try to hide from view in case they stick their heads out the window and look around. And then when they don't, I'm assuming they don't. Is that no, they they don't. The room is empty when you uh, pull yourself up there. So then she will like quickly start climbing the vines herself and try to reach up to the windowsill. And then assuming she does that, try to get inside the room once it's uh, empty. Okay. Uh, give me an athletics check. Uh, 13. Okay. So you pull yourself up there and into the room. And it's a room you know well, a room you've been in several times. It is the library. Well, as you know, since you've spent a lot of time there, as you're on the second floor currently, as you go higher up, it gets nicer and nicer. And the lower levels are the apprentices and the lower level thieves are confined to the lower levels and the below ground levels, which is where you spent most of your time. But she would definitely be familiar with the upper level. She's an explorer and someone who would like sneak around and try to get into places she doesn't belong. So I imagine she knows this area pretty well. You have been in the Guildmaster's office. Okay. Once, when your fate was decided. That's the only time you've been in there. Okay, so I know where it is. You know where it is. She will wait until the coast is clear, the hallway outside, and sneak down the hallway and make her way towards the Guildmaster's office, wherever it is. Okay, uh, the Guildmaster's office is up on the upper level. Basically, the uppermost level is reserved for the Guildmaster and the top brass. There's The Guildmaster has a room up there, has an office, there's a meeting room, and there are two other bedrooms for the lieutenants. Well, then she will make her way up to the upper floor and find a good hiding spot where she has a view of the Guildmaster's office door. Make yeah, uh, Give me a stealth check. Woohoo! 25. Okay, yeah, you creep along silently, and I will roll randomly from time to time to see if anybody stumbles across you. So far, so good. Fake away. You are taken up a flight of stairs, shoved more or less up a flight of stairs. They're not being gentle. They bang you into a couple walls. They take you down a hall to a very fine wood door that has a gold plaque on the outside, which just reads Guildmaster. And they drive you straight into the door and then back you up. One of them opens it and then just a crack and then shoves you through. So your body opens the rest of the door. You find yourself in a very nicely appointed office. There's a desk, several bookcases, scrolls everywhere, a small wet bar with various whiskeys and such over to one side. And sitting behind the desk with his fingers tented, but also looking very annoyed, as if he's not reading anything, he's not doing anything, it looks like he literally was just sitting like this, is a very large, very oily-looking man, very unattractive-looking man, with a very patchy beard, and as you walk in the door, he looks up angrily at this intrusion, and is like, yo, bro, what you doing? Come on, bro. Nah, nah, bro. I was, like, working here, bro. Come on, bro. Feck's a bro? Feck is the broiest bro. Now I'm really excited to kill him. Nah, bro, come on. I was about to get my... my, I was about to do my squats. Come on, bro. And uh, so they they shove you in, and they slam you down into the chairs. Oh, look what we got trying to climb back in the window there, Feck. Oh, I'm sorry, Gilmester Feck. 
Oh, Gilmaster. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll never do that again. But look who we found. It, it's the girl with the hair. Ah, oh, bro, you came back. Come on, bro. He pounds on the desk. He's like, oh, so good to see you. Mistway just stares at him. <laughs> Mistway. I'd ship that. He kind of, he kind of. <laughs> oh God! Sorry. I immediately regret that decision. <laughs> he gets up and he walks around the desk and he slaps you really hard on the back. Ah, oh, bro! I'm so happy to see you. You happy to see me? <laughs> Come on, man! What are you doing? I can't talk to it like this. Take that out. And they remove the gag from Mistway. All right, bro. What do you got to say for yourself now? Come on, bro. Talk to me. Come on, let's get real. Ow? That's all you got for me? Come on. And he's like pounding his, his fist in his glove. I can't wait to cut off that hand. In fact, I think I'm going to take both of them, bro. Yeah, I didn't have a plan for this part. Um... So where is Silway at this point? Is she... Silway has made her way up to the third floor. You can hear this going on. So she's close enough to the guildmaster's office that she can hear this? Yes. Is and the... uh, Mist, as you as he's pounding his hand, you see he's wearing the ring. Is the door open to the office? Yeah, they never closed it. Okay, then I'm going to use the message cantrip to like whisper towards Mist and ask him, do you see the seal? Wasted no time in putting on the old man's jewelry. Ah, uh, bro, you sound different. You got a cold? Your floozies here beat me up pretty good getting me in here. <sighs> And the gag was a little tight. He looks at you warily. Do you have um? Do you have deception at all or performance? Oh yes, uh, I have. I can take a crack at both. I can <laughs> try try performance. That's I think that makes more sense. Performance. I'll play with that. That is a nineteen. Okay, he's buying it. Sad, bro. What you got to say for yourself? Why'd you come back? Reaches up and he raises his arm and he flexes. Slaps his bicep. Some things I just had to see for myself. Ah, yeah, you like what you see, don't you? I didn't say that. He gestures the other two thieves away. He's like, yeah, no, take off. I got this. Just go. Go. Go down to the gym and pump each other. (laughs) (laughs) So, Silway, give me a stealth check, please. Five plus seven is twelve. Not the best roll. No. It's not a thieves skilled, it's a fraternity. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you can see why Celine wants this guy out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but does she want the rest of them too? <laughs> so when you see the two thieves come out of the office and they stop a few feet outside the office, like, Oh, hi, is somebody there? Is somebody over there? And they're trying to peer down toward the end of the hall where you are. I assume you're, like, concealed in a doorway or something, or... Yeah, depending on the layout of this building, she's just definitely, like, out of sight somehow, like, you know, behind a potted plant or something. Not sure where exactly, but... They're not really sure, but they're moving closer to investigate. I will quickly whisper to Mist with the message cantrip again, like, I may be spotted, and then continue just sort of huddling there, hoping they don't notice her. And I, and I can respond to that whisper. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can whisper back. Or you can just say something. I'll, I'll try and whisper back. Make him angry or make him friendly? Make him friendly. Again, with the cantrip. Okay, I mean, Mist, if you want to try something now, feel free. Uh, talking is free action, so. So, look, I know when I left it was not on the, the best terms, but I thought maybe we could get past that. 
as you were talking, he was admiring his own bicep. And he stops and tilts his head and looks at you. Uh, what you got in mind? Well, I mean, I mean, I still can do the things that I have always done. And, you know, with the old man gone, there's... The message cantrip again. Tell him you could offer him Celine. I mean, I know I'm not the only one that you have had issues with in the past. Celine? You know what, bro? I think I like where you're going with this. Okay. Talk to me. Well, she knows I'm back in town, too. And I think she still trusts me. So I might be able to lead you to her. Or lead her to you. All right. Yeah. No, I like this. I like this. You you lead her to me. And then I put the smack down. I just drop the hammer. But how do I know you won't double cross me? Because I don't play that, bro. Well, you already want to take my hands. You think I want to lose my feet, too? Nah, I think I'd take your ears. Also a loss. All right, so, uh, how do we do this? Well, I mean, there's not a lot I can do here, bound, kind of stuck in this chair. I mean, you want me to hobble up to her, tied to a chair, and she's going to believe that? He's just silently staring off into space. You can't really tell if he's thinking or if he's just stuck. Can I make an insight check to try and figure it out? Sure. Uh, that's an eight. Yeah, I have no clue what this guy's. All right, so, so bro, let me let me get this right. If if I untie you, then you'll uh, you'll go get her. That's that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then and then you and me, we're cool. We're cool. I mean, I'll even go back downstairs with you know. The rookies, if that's what nah, it takes. Nah, 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 bro, nah, 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 nah. You gotta pay. You gotta pay something. Obviously, you got banished. You came back, bro. No, that's not the way it works. I'm, I'm not weak. I'm not weak. So this is the way. This is the way it goes. You lure here. I drop the hammer on her, and at that point, then we take a finger. Your choice. Ah, okay. We're square. You and me, square. Better than losing a whole hand. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. For a moment, Mist forgets that he's not actually going to get, he's not actually going to lose a finger. (laughs) He pauses. He holds out his hands to shut you up. And then he looks out over top. Hey, hey, Bill Holes, get back in here. (laughs) And the two thieves that were creeping down the hall towards Silway turn around and come back in. All right, bros, untie her because we got a new plan. And they reach down and they untie you. I do the old, you know, rub your wrists after you have had them untied like they do on literally every television show ever made. Another message is going to come in. The ring. Get the ring. So as long as I still got two hands and, and all ten fingers, should we shake on it? Our new, our new partnership? Our new future? Nah, bro. Give me a hug. <laughs> <laughs> so close. We'll try it anyway, um, and maybe, uh, maybe as he as we kind of pull away, I can, I'll I'll drag my hands down his shoulders. No, you, and you, you, okay. What? A quick tip. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I just like you got to do the thing where you like grasp opposite hands, then pull in, and then hug. Yes. With, like the guy yeah. hug, right? I was about to say the bro hug is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take, yeah, you take one hand and then you, you know, you, I'm hugging you, but I'm hitting you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So can I can I can I convince him to do that? Yeah, I I don't think it's hard to convince him of doing anything. <laughs> That's just what he means by a hug. He means let's yeah. Yeah. shake hands, pull each other close, yeah, and exactly. slap backs. Gotcha, gotcha. Exactly. Now that said, it is going to be a hard check to get that ring off him. Yep, yep. It's going to be a hard check. I I don't know what else to do at this point. I got I I've got uh, one other possibility in mind if this goes poorly. You've got the charm spell. I do. I do. I have. Well, now that I'm free, I can use it. There you go. But I want to. I want to see if this bro hug. Ring steel works. Here we go. Come on, die. Don't kill me now. Don't kill me now. Don't kill me now. Oh, baby. That is 18 on the die plus three for sleight of hand. That's a 21, son. You managed to get the ring off. Yeah, buddy. You. I mean, that's impressive because you needed a 20. Ho, 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 ho. So we, we break from the hug after, you know, good dude slaps on the back or whatever. Yeah, brah. Silway totally dude slaps <laughs> your way in character. All right. Well, I will go get Celine, and then I will bring her right back here. And you bros will take my finger and, and do whatever else you're going to do. And then we're cool. No, bro. No, no, not here. She'll know. Like, we got to oh. we gotta, we gotta find somewhere else. Okay. Yo, bro. Bro, I got an idea, bro. There's this, like... Like warehouse down by the docks, bro. I think it's abandoned, yo. Just just bring her there and we'll like ambush her. Uh insight check, is he talking about our warehouse? Uh that's an eighteen? Yes, you believe he is. Okay, okay okay. What about um hmm, I was gonna say there's a there's a an inn down there, the what about that inn, the saucy sailor? That's that's kinda out of the way. No, yeah, dog, I like that. We can get some brewskis, and we'll wait, and when she comes in, yo, hammer time. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that sounds like a great plan. The three thieves start randomly high-fiving. <laughs> <laughs> this thieves guild's getting weirder and weirder. <laughs> this is a weird, yeah, this is a weird-ass thing. This is a great take on a thieves guild. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Pledges must be insane. <laughs> Surprised the rock hasn't been <laughs> stolen already. <laughs> so wait, what are you gonna do? Another message cantrip's gonna come in over the you know the comms device. Did you get it? So we are all set here, and I will see you guys at the saucy see you bros uh, at the saucy sailor. <laughs> he raises his hand to slap high five with you, and I slap the high five him back. I think I need an insight check to decide if that was something so I would interpret as, yes, I got it. Yay! <laughs> 20, yep. Okay, so knowing that that clearly was a signal that she got the ring, she will sort of scamper away from her hiding place and stealthily sneak through the hallways again back to that same library with the window and try to get out. Okay, make another stealth check. 13 plus 20. Yeah, that that that'll do it. Okay, yeah, you make it You make it down, and you don't encounter anybody else on your way. You get to the window, and you look out, and you see that the, the boy who was standing guard outside of the mausoleum is awake. And he's got a, his dagger out, and he's practicing. I, I wouldn't even say practicing forms. He's just, like, screwing around with it, like, ha, ha, take that, take that, I got you. Um, I will try to sneak past him. I'm not sure 
the layout if there's a obvious way to do that. I need another stealth check to get down the wall without him seeing you, and then maybe a one more to see if you can make it to the the hedges. He's focused on his sword play, but he could easily see you out of the corner of his eye. I think what she's gonna do is actually like curse silently and then use the minor illusion cantrip to create a sound somewhere further down the courtyard that he, that would distract him. Yeah, she'll create the sound of somebody yelling like, "Hey, your name?" Because I because I know his name, I assume. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, his name is Trevor. Okay, so she'll create the sound of somebody yelling, "Hey, Trevor!" Okay, he turns around. And then she'll attempt the the climb down and the and the the stealthily escape from the courtyard. And I roll a twenty-two. So, so wait, you scamper out of the. Are you going to go all the way out, or are you going to wait for? Mistway to come down, or are you just gonna... No, I'll assume Mistway is gonna be let out the front door. So she'll find a hiding spot that's like where she can see the front of the Thieves' Guild and wait for him to, to be brought out. Okay, uh, Mistway, you are... They they let you go. Their Feck is talking a lot of trash about what he's gonna do to Selene when he gets her. And they're not really paying attention to you at the moment. Yeah, I will take that opportunity to discreetly slip away and out the front door, I guess. You make it down there without incident. You arrive at the front door, and you go to open it, and it is locked. From the inside? Yes. Well, then I unlock it. You don't seem to see a bolt or a latch or a knob or anything to unlock it. Great. Oh, I forgot to tell Mist about the secret way to unlock the front door. Silway slapping her forehead across the street. (laughs) Yes, you did. I guess I'll go back out the window then. So you go back upstairs, and you do not encounter anybody. You should go back upstairs, and you come to the window, and you two see Trevor down below. He's kind of scratching his head, and he keeps looking back over his shoulder, but he's not looking up currently. Nobody's nobody's around where I am? It's pretty quiet? Nope, just you and Trevor down in the yard. Great. I'm going to tap the side of the hat and turn into Feck. Okay. Just, just go with me. And I call down, Hey, hey, Trevor. Hey, Trevor, bro. You spot me? Mr. Fack, oh my goodness. It's such an honor. Yeah, I need a spot, bro. And I'm going to hop out and then, like, make like I'm doing some pull-ups off the windowsill. (laughs) (laughs) As one does. Uh, Okay, sir. Uh, He runs up and he's, like, standing beneath you, not really sure what to do. Like, he's holding his hands up. Um, uh... Should I just hold your feet, sir, or, um... Yeah, no, that's that's good. You're doing good there, kid. And I'll do a few reps, and then, uh... This feels like it should be an athletics check. <laughs> I don't want to interject, Yeah, I probably should. But... No, it probably should be. You're, probably, you're right. <laughs> like, I have never heard of a better use of athletics. That's, this is 100% an athletics yeah, check. okay. <laughs> oh, okay, it's a 13. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I think that's still probably good, especially since you have your claws and you can dig in. Yes, dig in. But you're starting to get tired. You're not looking as uh, brotastic as as Feck would if he was doing it. And then as I get tired, I was like, all right, all right, bro, I'm gonna hop down. So better, better not be under me. Oh, uh, did you? I, you don't need me to catch you. Nah, bro, just watch this, and then I will like slide down the ivy that's out there. Oh wow! I, I guess. I guess that's why you're the guildmaster. Yeah, that's right, bro. That's right. And he slaps his forearms. Uh, 
Sir, do you still need me to guard the 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 crypt? Ah, uh, no, bro. I think I think we got this. I think we got this. And I hold out a fist. He looks at his fist and he looks at at, at your fist. Tap it, bro. Tap it, bro. Tap it, bro. He like slowly, gingerly, and then he gets close and he just taps it. And I do the. Yeah, that's right, bro. <laughs> he looks so happy. He's just grinning from ear to ear. Oh, this is. You're you're the best. I, I don't care what anybody else says. You you're you're the man. You're the top dog. Oh. Yeah, you need some new role models, kid. Yeah, that's right, bro. And then I I'll just uh, I'll just head back towards the front of the guild hall and through the through like the secret door that. Or, or, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll I'll start heading out the way so they let me in. Sorry. You kind of look back as you go out. He's looking at his hands and he's just like practicing his fist bump, like much like he was practicing with his dagger. And then you're out into the street. And uh, once I'm pretty confident that I'm clear of, like, anybody looking at me, suddenly, pff, Feck disappears, and we're back to being a six-foot-tall jaguar with a marvelous hat. Yay! Successful stealth mission. I did not think that was going to work at all. <laughs> I thought you were literally signing your death warrant on that one. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, time to roll up new characters, except for Rotan. <laughs> <laughs> this is why... You don't plan. <laughs> and also why you don't take Rotan on a stealth mission. <laughs> oh, it would have been fun. Oh, God. <laughs> you take Rotan on a stealth mission as a distraction. So all of a sudden you see Feck emerge from the secret door and walk down the street a little bit. Then all of a sudden, poof, Mist is standing there. You got it? You got it? Dude, your guild sucks. Oh, yeah. I should have warned you about Feck and his his guns. But you got it? What's a gun? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure they still call them guns in fantasy worlds. I don't know. Mist holds up the ring. Weird that there was so much fear and doubt in that mission for so small a thing, but we got it. Oh, I can't believe that worked. She kind of kind of bounces and, and giggles a little bit, which is entirely out of character, but she does it anyways. I know, I'm awesome. You get like a bro-ish uh, back slap from Silway for your... Uh... Oh, God, please, not that right now. I've got a bruise the size <laughs> of a moron's hand. Uh, all right, let's go back and find Rotan. walk in and you see a very small man sitting behind a counter with very wild hair. He's poring over a book and as you walk in, he looks up at you and it's like, oh, another one. Oh, this is two people in two days. It's been forever since someone's come to see old Mugby. Uh, Hello, old Mugby, which I infer is your name. I'm Rotan, Rotan von Bastard. Nice to meet you, Rotan. I'm Mugby. This is my shop, uh, Mugby's Magical Magisterium. Nice to meet you, shop. Oh, oh, well, yes, it's glad to meet you, too. Um, uh, what can I do for you? Yes, I, I'm looking for a, um, a book, a sort of history on, uh, 
the Brotherhood uh, of the um, and he starts like snapping his fingers. Oh, the, the the Brotherhood of the Golden Rock. Oh yes, that's that's the one. Yes, do you have anything like that in in your stock? Oh well, let's see. You kind of surprised me. I thought you'd be looking for like a a, a club or something, but you want a book, okay? Very very nice. I've got a lot of books here. It's partially a bookshop. And he hops down off his stool and comes around. And when he comes around, you see he's only maybe four feet tall. And he goes up to the bookshelf and pulls out one of those wheeling ladders and climbs up on it. And you see him snap his fingers and the ladder starts to move on its own as he scans the shelves. Um, let's see. Findock. Uh, Forager, Babylosity. Oh, that one's in the wrong place. Here it is, Golden Rock. Golden Rock, a history. I've got two books here. One is kind of uh, more saucy than the other. I don't know what kind of book you want. One is probably more historically accurate, and the other one is probably more entertaining. Saucy? Um, yeah. So a sort of cookbook? Well, no, sort of, uh, you know, talking about the various gossiping, uh, weird things that happened up there. You know, it's a very strange place. I'm totally dropping into Australian or something. Of anecdotes or something. Uh, well, let's, um, I'll take them both. Oh, very good, sir. Do you need me to wrap them up for you? Are they a gift or something? Uh, yes, they're a gift for myself. Oh, okay. Um, right. He again snaps his fingers, and the books start to wrap themselves up in brown paper. And then Twine comes around and ties it in a nice pretty bow. Um, hmm, that'll be fifty gold pieces, please. Fifty gold pieces? Well, yeah, they're rare volumes. Hmm. Will this cover it? And he uh, he tilts out the satchel, and this silver plate clatters out onto the countertop. Episode 1, Multiclass Theater Goers. He looks at it, and then he pulls up some glasses that have lenses attached to them. And he starts to examine the engraving and the plate. And then he puts the plate down, and he says, Oh yeah, this shall do it. Thank you very much. Please come back any time. Very good, old Mugby. Pleasure doing business with you. Um, it's just Mugby, but but it was a pleasure, Mr. Bustard. 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 He'll get it eventually. The saucy sailor's starting to pick up. As the fishermen get in and people are done with their various things for the day and are piling in there to drink and possibly eat. Read me a story, sir. Gruber? Yes, sir. I, I'd like to hear a story, sir. Uh, yes. Do you want to have it out of this, um, thick book with very cramped writing or this thinner <laughs> book with pictures? Oh, pictures, sir. Very good. Let's see here. 
this is a story called The Scandalous Countess. Does that sound interesting to you? Oh, yes, sir. What, what, what's a countess, sir? Oh, uh, it's, a uh, it's, it's like an extra fancy woman. Oh. It's like sir, but for women. And better. <laughs> yes, all right, well, well, here we go. And, um, uh, Rotan will, will jump into telling the story. Rotan is reading from a book and occasionally holding it up for Gruber to look at the pictures. And Gruber is just staring at the book and Rotan in rapt attention like a small child hearing a bedtime story. Is it wrong that I'm a little surprised that Rotan can read? I mean, is he reading? It looks like he's just showing pictures of things. Oh, ugh. yeah, pictures of things is right. Oh, oh. Oh my god, I just realized what those pictures are. Um, we should yeah. we should get him out of the We should yeah, stop yeah. this. We should stop this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> quickly approaching Rotan. Oh, missed. There you are. We we were just getting to the point where where the Countess Leah Son uh, is is at the waterfall with uh, Madame Dalliance. Sounds fascinating. Yes. There's a picture and he holds it up. <laughs> Yeah, no, I uh, I could see that. So could everyone else. We uh we're gonna need to get ready to uh, take care of our other errand this evening. Oh, destroying the thieves guild. And at that, Mist is gonna look around. Do I see what's his nuts? No, no, not yet. Uh, can you keep that like keep that to a very very inside voice? Why? Because if. You never know how, how, where the Thieves Guild has, like, friends and agents, and if they hear it, they might try to stop us before we can get started. And by stop us, I mean murder us. Hmm. That seems like a very direct way of dealing with them, though. Well, yeah, but it can also be really messy, and a lot of innocent people could get hurt in the chaos. Well, that is that is true, yes. But we don't really know where this... Thieves Guild headquarters is, do we? And and so we'll have to find ourselves some thieves first. We actually, uh, we've made some progress on that, and I discreetly hold up the ring. Ah, you bought some jewelry. Yes, and it will help us uh, in our task, but uh, we have to take it to a particular spot that Sylvie and I can lead you to. Details, man, details. It's there, it's... It's a crypt, Rotan. It's a crypt. We're going to a crypt. There will be undead there, and we would greatly appreciate your assistance in destroying those undead. Ah, well, don't worry then. I'll I'll keep you by my side with my superhuman might. <laughs> Kryptonite. That that's the plan. <laughs> okay, very good, very good. Ah, uh, and where's this crypt? It's actually the crypt belongs to the Thieves Guild, so that's part of our disrupting and destroying the guild strategy starts in the crypt. And how, again, will this lead to um, to destroying the guild? Because it will expose the leader of the guild as a murderer. Hmm. And a poisoner, not just a murderer. All right, very, very well. It seems uh, a very roundabout way of dealing with this situation, but but I, I will follow your lead. Great. Yeah. I promise next time we'll try to find a solution that's more uh, direct. Just for you, buddy. Oh, you don't need to go out of your way for me. 
I am more than capable of handling myself. All of a sudden, you hear a voice enter the bar. Nah, bro, I'm telling you, she was totally into me. Oh, the crap. Silway, like, turns her back and pulls up her hood and tries to remain out of sight. Upstairs, out a window. Don't gotta tell me twice. She heads towards the, the stairs, assuming they are in the opposite direction of the door that Feck came in. They are, but you're gonna kind of have to walk close to them, because they're walking toward the bar, and you're gonna have to walk, like, parallel to them. Okay. So give me a stealth check. Can I run interference because I am a six-foot-tall cat? Like, stay, try and position myself between them and Syl so she's got a little bit of cover? Uh, you can. Yeah, you can walk up there with her. Roll a nine, so 16. Oh, yeah. I mean, you definitely do, even with the added kitty screen. Perfect. She's going to quickly scamper upstairs and look for a, a way to exit the building from the second story. Okay. Uh, it's not that hard. I mean, yeah. it's you can pop into a room that just happens to be... A- Rotons, and you go in there and you see scraps of ham everywhere. <laughs> like just shreds of meat and, and bone. Yeah. <laughs> she will head towards the window, pause, look around the room, and realize how hungry she is, and quickly grab like a scrap that looks edible, and then jump out the window. I mean, it, it looks like a very fine ham. It smells so good. It smells like house fire. <laughs> Rotan join the Brotherhood of the Golden Rock? Will Mist claim leadership of the Thieves Guild? After all, he did steal from the Guildmaster. Will Silway learn how doors work? Find out next time on Multiclass Theater. Since there's no DM to tell us otherwise, we slip out of the bar with no problems. Rotan rolls a sneak check. And I stride up without any resistance <laughs> whatsoever and just say hi. And then we rampage through the uh, crypt and all and gain 10 levels. We won. Oh my gosh. We use the Guildmaster seal to just open the crypt and everything bows down in front of us and gives us the body we looked for and end of end of dungeon. <laughs> the rightful rulers have <laughs> have arrived. Okay, I'm back. Sorry about that. Yep, you nope. didn't miss anything. We we solved it. We, <laughs> we solved so we leave puzzle. all of this in the final cut. Yes, absolutely.